Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Before we begin, I should warn you that some of you may find what you are about to hear rather disturbing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Until Dawn podcast. As always, my name is Koi, and with me this time, so I don't make us lose any more subscribers, my wife, Felicia. Hello. Yeah, I know. I, I've been slacking and not recording with you. I was just telling Heather on Facebook that it is not my fault because I go to bed at like 7 o'clock every night. I'm pretty sure you're the only paranormal investigator that goes to bed <laughs> at 7 o'clock before it's even dark. I know. That's pretty much the worst hours for a paranormal. Yeah, I know. From like, everyone else is like dusk till dawn. You're like dawn to dusk. <laughs> I do get up at like 4 in the right. morning, but... Yeah, I still don't know exactly why you get up at 4 in the morning. I don't either, but it sucks for you because that means you get up at 4 in the right. morning. Right, right. I don't get up usually till 5 at least, sometimes 5.30. And that's when I work. But you want to get up at like 4 o'clock in the morning on the weekends. Yeah, and I have nothing to do. I just lay there harassing you. Yes. But that's what it is to be married to me. Lots of harassment. <laughs> so yes, as everybody can tell, we've... uh. Dusted off the microphones, fired up the laptop, back for another episode. We're almost on the same schedule as Santa. I know we're kind of about to roll into Santa? it. Santa? You know? Yeah, it comes once a year. <laughs> we put an episode out about once a year. You come more than once a year. Boom. <laughs> so anyway, we're back. Tonight we're going to be talking about one of your favorite topics. Actually, my least favorite, probably because that happened to me, but sleep paralysis. Yep, that's right. We're, tonight we're talking about sleep paralysis, but uh, I'm going to hold some of the details back. We got some pretty good stuff. I've got, I found a couple different um, folklore from other countries and kind of what their interpretation has been on it, and then you'll probably share your story, I hope. I hope. I don't know. I'm like always freaked out to try to share it because then I'm afraid it's going to happen to me. Again. Everyone that's listening right now is on the edge of their seat hoping <laughs> to hear the <this> story. <laughs> Great. I'm going to disappoint them. Now you've put, like, way too much pressure on me to tell a good story. That's not true. Your story's good. So. <laughs> you have to say that. I don't have to say that. <laughs> yes, okay, maybe do. I have to say that. Beyond that, we also have a couple different spooky scoops for you. I know you got a story, right? Yes, I do. You do? Okay, I do. great. So do I. All right, so on that note, let's uh, take a quick break and dive into some spooky scoops. You've heard of this, uh big cat that's supposed to be around. <laughs> of course. Some say it's a puma. Others, a giant ape. And still others say it's the sucara. A sucara? It's a new kind of animal to me. That's a famous jungle demon that tears living animals to shreds with its claws and then feeds upon them. Has been known to attack humans also. Hasn't so far, I hope. No. But I'm sure it will. All right, so as everybody knows, spooky season's kind of coming to an end, but that does not mean that spooky stuff is not still happening. So I know you got a story, so why don't you start us off? Well, mine's not really a spooky. <laughs> Yours isn't really spooky? No, but it's about something kind of spooky. I don't know. That didn't make sense. So do you remember that ghost on Twitter? Uh, what was his name? Um, no, why don't you refresh my Okay, Adam Ellis, he was like a writer for Buzz, BuzzFeed. And he had a ghost that was haunting his apartment, he said. Uh-huh. 
Do you remember this? I'm sure you don't. I kind of do. Like he said, bit. it was a like little boy, a and he had like a little boy with like the dinner head skull or something. Yeah. So anyway, that's being made into a movie. That's I picked this because it says that the producer of the horror film it will produce it with uh, New Line Films. That's, but that's very vague. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, there was probably more than one producer on it. I don't remember exactly who the producer of it was. No. But more than likely, there was probably more than one. So probably there's another movie called It too, which is really horrible. But what's funny about this is the he named the ghost Dear David. That's what. Yeah, Dear David. But no, I, I was confused, that. and I kept thinking it was Bad Ben. Bad Ben. Do you remember Bad Ben? No. <laughs> Wait, was Bad Ben those horrible <laughs> yes. movies that we watched on yes. Amazon that were like... Yes. I mean, granted, for the amount of money that was probably used to film it, and it was definitely like homemade, independent film, but it was How awful. many was there? Three? There was like three of them. Do we watch all three? No. Um, no we watched we, two at least. We did watch two of them. Yeah, if you haven't watched Bad Ben, you should watch it just to see it. It's I literally... Mean, the first one, I think one guy... Yeah. And the whole movie. Yeah. Like one. It's dude. very like uh, found footage, very rough, very independent. But I mean, I, you could. But I it was, weirdly enjoyed it. The first one was the first one was good. The second one. Yeah. When he got I don't a little think bit, I finished it. When he got a little bit more money and stuff, the second got one got a was big not, head. Yeah. But the first one was really good. I mean, it was very independent. It was. It had a very real feel to it. The acting. <laughs> left a little bit to be desired to put it nicely yeah but overall i did enjoy it i mean i recommend if you have nothing to do maybe if you have a bunch of people over and you're drinking and you, <laughs> and you don't have to really pay attention right to something to put on the background that everybody could laugh at and enjoy <laughs> maybe like make a drinking game out of it i think you know it would be good <laughs> yeah why did we watch it? We were stuck home. We were home. I don't know why. I don't remember why. Yeah. We were home. We couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> and we were like, we found them on Amazon. They were, they're on Amazon Prime. So if you're a Prime member. It's free on Amazon Prime. Right after you get done listening to this podcast, you could go watch that. Watch Bad Ben. But not before you get done. <laughs> no. All right. So my story comes from upstate New York. And the actual event happened about a little over a year ago. It was in January of 2017. But I actually just saw it today, and it was actually just reported on a website that I go to pretty regularly. And there's a video of a figure that's solid in the beginning of the video. You see it running across the snowy yard, and as the video goes on, the figure disappears. So I'm going to play this for Felicia right now, and then I'll put the link in the show notes so you guys can go ahead and watch this. Let's see what you think. There's no audio, but it'll be pretty quick and kind of talk over it as it plays. So that right there in the top of the video, you can kind of see the guy running across and it disappears. <laughs> what do you think? I think that's crazy. It's interesting <laughs> in the fact that like through the whole thing, you can kind of, you can see through the figure. What I don't quite get is it's, this is in somebody's backyard. In the very beginning, you can see a flash of light and you can kind of see glowing around the eyes. Like his eyes glow. I mean, he's obviously running into a portal where the Sasquatch live. <laughs> he's running into a Sasquatch portal? Yes. It's, I mean... Is that because it's upstate in New York, or is that just your, your just, first analysis? That's what happens when people disappear. Oh. Well, that does make sense. 
<laughs> it makes about as much sense as this video. I mean, it's very, it's hard to say. You can tell in the video it says that it's put, it was came from a security camera that an individual put up in their backyard because their dog kept barking. It's hard to say exactly what it is because the like person the is, is recording a video off of like a monitor. So they're painting around with their camera while they're trying to record it, probably on like a cell phone, I, I'm guessing, because it's got the blurry things on the like, side. Like, is the camera following No, the, the see, guy? that's the thing. The camera's not following the Okay, thing. I see. He's moving it. He's moving the camera okay. on his phone. So it makes more sense. So the, cam so the camera, the security camera, is not actually panning around. And is that fog? I don't know what it is. It's July, or not July. January. It's January, so and snow upstate on the New ground. York. So I figured this kind of like... I just picture like the day after tomorrow all the time up north. <laughs> like I just picture the frozen tundra because it's like right. up north. Like I said, I'll put a link in the show notes. We can post it on our Facebook page. Yeah, we'll, we'll share it on our Facebook page as well. It's interesting. I don't know exactly what it is. I mean, if it's somebody doing that's faking it, I kind of applaud them because they did a pretty good job. It's a black and white video. It, it definitely looks like it's a night vision on a security system. It's interesting. There's no real explanation on the website, on the story. Some people say that it's, of course, Bigfoot. Other people think it might be like an alien. I think those are always like the two top choices. Right. It's interesting to me because you can definitely see that the eyes are glowing. Yeah. Sorry, I keep thinking, because there's like that flash of light first. Right, there's a flash that makes of light me look, first. It almost looks like they have a flashlight in their hand. That's how the light is on the ground, but they don't. I don't my only thing is like, you can obviously see that the per that whatever it is disappears. Right. So. Into the portal. Into the portal. But you don't actually see a portal. Is it kind of like on Star Trek where they just kind of teleport? I guess so. We never watched Star Trek. You ever seen the new ones? I like no. the new ones. No. Who are you? Quit judging me. I can't believe you've never seen Star Trek. Not even like the old ones? No, I've never seen Star Trek. I've never seen Star Wars. Any of them. Which is crazy because our son loves Star Wars. He does, but... No. I just can't. I don't know. Well, you watched the Star Wars thing when we were at Disney World. I did, and I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, all these characters and people are excited, and I'm just like... Yep. It's got Harrison Ford in it. How Does do it? Like I didn't even know that. Oh, wait. Oh yes, God. I did. Yes, I did. Because I saw a meme with him. You, what do you mean you saw a meme? It was like him. And that girl with the cinnamon well, you're making the roll. Crazy, you're making the crazy symbol. Things. With your cinnamon yeah. roll? Princess Leia? Yes. Her. Oh, my gosh. We're losing subscribers. <laughs> like They're just dropping <laughs> off. Like, Delete, delete. Now delete. I do love spaceballs. That's my jam. Everybody loves spaceballs. I can handle that. That's like my favorite. Oh my gosh! I don't. I don't know if we gain subscribers <laughs> on that or just spaceballs. Really? Everybody loves spaceballs, right. but anybody that loves spaceballs already unsubscribed when you said that you hated Star Trek <laughs> and Star Wars. Like usually people. Did I are, say I hated it? I. I no. No. I said I never have seen it. But Nor you, do I want to. Exactly. <laughs> Usually there's like, you know, one side of the fence and everybody's on one side or the other side. But you didn't even show up. 
All right, let's take a quick break. Can we talk well, about the fact it's snowing? It is snowing. It is like the first week of November, and it is snowing. Yeah. yeah, for anybody that's listening to this, I guess they're not really live, so... <laughs> I don't know when you're listening to this, but when we're recording, <laughs> it's snowing. Yeah. I just saw that Jason Koopsuk put something about snow. Yeah, he lives north of us, so they actually uh, I think they're really actually getting it up there. I miss living there for the snow. I, I mean, really, it was cold, and I it hated that because it makes no, me angry. No, we came home. Like we came home from vacation. We came home for leave right. from the military. We came and then came back, and our car was completely covered. There was a blizzard there while was we were a blizzard. gone. Like we missed that. Completely covered over the roof. Yeah, that was crazy. Had to dig up my car out. Oh yeah, the good old days. Not the good old days. <laughs> the funny thing is, we lived in Arizona before that. That's right. So yeah, we went from we like did. one extreme yeah, to the Southern other. Yeah, Arizona. Yeah, I do miss Arizona too. Yeah, I miss everywhere but Portland or Wood, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say no place was better than the place you left. That's true. So while. Uh, taking a break we'll go uh i guess we don't really need to shovel it it's all melting away but right yeah it's not that kind of <laughs> it's snow. not that kind of snow it's more like but we're gonna take a sprinkles. break we're gonna get to the bottom of this star wars and star trek thing <laughs> make her pick a side make her watch the movies so we'll be right back and then we're gonna dive into our main topic sleep paralysis sudden draft from a window that was supposed to have been closed. A chill at the back of the neck. Groans, creaks, and bumps in the night. Man has always been frightened by the dark. Troubled by noises just beyond the reach of lights. Occurrences just beyond the reach of understanding. All right, we're back. Unfortunately, we did not get to the bottom of this whole Star Trek, Star Wars thing. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Everybody loves Spaceballs. You can't choose Spaceballs. Do you they? Have to pick, you have to pick between those two. All right, so I'm going to need some outside help. Give me, give us recommendations. Whichever movie everybody picks. Wait, is Star Trek a movie? Star Trek's multiple movies and a TV series. Oh, God. So send us your movie suggestions. Whichever movie gets chosen the most i'm gonna sit down make her watch the whole <laughs> no. thing yes absolutely yes we're gonna do this we're gonna sit down and watch the whole movie whatever which everyone everybody picks Ugh, but there's like 30 star wars right movies. so we're oh, gonna God. we're gonna have everybody narrow it down to one movie or you know we'll take that the most suggested one well we're gonna make you watch people it people are assholes so they will suggest the worst one maybe there's one that that you'll like Anyway, su- make the suggestions, whatever, which one, everyone, everybody chooses. We're going to make her watch it. And then we'll talk about it. And it better be Spaceballs. Then we're going to talk about it on whichever podcast we do next. Oh, God. I have no faith in people. <laughs> I know what I would do. I know what you, you would do. What would you do? I would do the wrong thing. I would recommend the worst one. You would recommend the worst one? Because that's what I do. Well, as long as they don't recommend like the first three remakes. Of what? Star Wars. You're going to be okay. I'm thinking like Star Trek Wrath of Khan. That's like a famous one. Everybody knows that one. (laughs) That likes Star Trek. 
I like that one. That's like old, uh... Oh gosh, what's his name? I'm on the spot now. William Shatner. Oh yeah, he does that crime show I like. That crime show? What crime show? Unsolved Mysteries. What, isn't that him? No, that's definitely not William Shatner. Yes, it is! That is not William Shatner. <laughs> Any subscribers that we had left, just unsubscribe. People what like stopped wrong? listening right there at that sentence. Wait, I'm Googling this as you speak. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't William Shatner, was it? <laughs> no. I swear it was William Shatner. No, it was Robert Stack. He did the majority. He, he did the ones that everybody remembers. He was doing it for like 280 something episodes. It was Robert Stack. And then it was a, another guy, but I can't remember his name. God, I hate being wrong. I know. Now I'm going to use this against William you. William Shatner did a lot of stuff, though. Of course, William Shatner did. Everybody loves William Shatner. But we're not talking about William Shatner tonight, regardless of how great he is. Tonight we're talking about sleep paralysis. So. Why don't we go ahead and kick off with your story. Okay. And you tell us about your experience with sleep paralysis. Okay. Okay. So, this happened at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. Not our first house, our second. The one on Bullard. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember that That one. was the one we had really weird things happen in it all the time. Yeah, you had. And your mom. Yeah, and my mom. Like weird things. Remember that night the lampshade fell? Do you remember that? In the laundry room? Yes, actually, I do remember. So we that. thought it fell and broke. It did break. But then when we went to check, the screw that held it on was still screwed into the. That was weird. Yeah, I do remember that. Lots of weird things at the house. Yeah. Anyway, so this was probably 2009. I think I was pregnant with our youngest. And you were at work. You worked at the prison. And I was asleep on the couch, right? And so I was laying there. And I could hear somebody walking up the hallway. But it sounded like cowboy boots on wood. Like wood floor. So I was laying there. And I could hear like... It sounded, it sounded like cowboy boots. Like walking up. But there was carpet. I think I already said that. So I was laying there and I remember I like opened my eyes, but I could not move. And it was the worst feeling ever. So then I could hear the boots like walking up closer and closer and I still get goosebumps talking about it. And so it would have been like coming up behind me from where I was sitting on the couch or sleeping on the couch. And then I heard it like I could hear breathing like creepy, like that. Like, like horror movie breathing. Horror movie breathing. And then, um, so I can move my eyes around, I remember. It was so scary. And I was kind of looking to the left, because that's where the sound was coming from, but I couldn't see anything. And then I felt like on my chest, it felt like somebody was hitting me really hard. And I was so scared. And then it seemed like forever. It was probably only like a minute, but I could feel it like beating my chest. And then all of a sudden I was able to move, but it scared the shit out of me. And I remember I did not want to sleep for like a week after I was like, I'm not going to bed because I was so scared it would happen again. And I still have this fear that if I talk about it, it'll happen again. 
because it was such a horrible experience. So we'll let you know if it happens again. <laughs> Hope not. So does that mean that like if everyone that listens to this episode, yeah, use telling it again, so it might happen continuously from here on out because everybody's replaying you talking about it. What? No. What? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but that was probably one of the most terrifying things that's ever happened to me. And I have a coworker. It's happened to her a few times. Did she tell you about it? Yeah, but I can't remember. I know she was like, and I just started saying the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> So has it happened again besides that? No, it hasn't. So only one time? Only once. And I know some people, it happens to them all the time. Right. Good board, no. <laughs> I would never sleep. I would be like admitted to a psych ward. See, I can't, to be honest, I don't think it's ever happened to me. I'm sure, because I've, I've heard the stories and stuff of other people that it's happened to. We we watched that documentary on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Nightmare. The Nightmare. Which Well, I watched some of that. No, <laughs> I can't say I watched all of it. I will say I liked it better the first time, like, three years ago. I tried to watch it again, and I was just like, what the hell? It's Like, I get it. Some of those people. They, they I mean, it's real. Liberties. It's real to them. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's their real experience, and I mean, take their interpretation as you will. But, I mean, I know it happens pretty regularly. I mean, it happens to a lot of people, and it's happened for a very long time. But, like I said, I mean, it hasn't happened to me, so I don't have that firsthand experience to go off of. I'm almost surprised it hasn't happened to you. Why is that? Because, like, I told you, like, the other night you were asleep and you were, like, moaning. Oh. Remember? I woke you up. Do you remember? You were, like, ah, scaring no, me and stuff. I don't. I was asleep. <laughs> so I don't think your story is true. <laughs> I think it's fake. I think it's made up. Fake news. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember it. Right. So it must not have happened. Right. Next time I'll record it. That's okay. <laughs> but speaking of other people experiencing this, other cultures as well have experienced it. All right, so I did pull a couple different uh, stories from around the world and what their interpretation of it is based on folklore. So in certain parts of Brazil, there are folkloric tales of a creature with long fingernails that lurks on people's rooftops during the night. The creature called the Pizadera. That might be wrong. <laughs> comes into a person's house and tramples on the chest of the person that is sleeping, according to different stories. And see, in a lot of stories, it's like something to do with the chest. Like you can't breathe or something's pushing on the chest. And with me, it was the like pounding on my chest. Right, so maybe that was the that creature. (laughs) Not going to try to say that again. That one. And then in certain regions in Spain, there's a tale of the everything has like a horrible name that I can't pronounce. The I almost said Pacenta, Santa, (laughs) which is a black animal, often a dog or a cat, that invades. 
<laughs> Are you okay over there? Did you say placenta? No, I said pasanta. <laughs> Did you say <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead? Okay. So the pasanta invades people's homes and sits on their chest while they're asleep, making it difficult to breathe and causing nightmares. So that's pretty similar to what you were talking about right. with the pressure on your chest. And then in uh, Newfoundland, it's called the Old Hag, which this is probably one of the most famous. Right, I think. yeah. A lot of people will talk about the Old Hag. And it comes and sits on the, on the sleeping person. And among different ethnic groups in Vietnam and Laos, it's also called the Pressing Spirit, which is very similar to the Old Hag. And it sits on the sleeper's chest and tries to asphyxiate them, which may be related to people not being able to breathe and so they automatically right. <clears throat> yeah and then in mexico the idea of a weight holding someone down also is reflected in the terminology used to describe the sleep paralysis according to a story translated from spanish the phrase means a dead body climbed on top of me oh that's so creepy i don't like that one you don't like that one no you're okay with the old hag. Oh, yeah. Actually, the old hag, I was picturing like when you're sleeping on the couch and I want attention and I go and sit on you. <laughs> that's probably... Maybe that, maybe, so maybe I have <laughs> experienced this and I didn't know it. Right. And then in the Inuit culture, people tell, tell of shamans who can cast spells on people in sleeping and cause them an experience called... Oh, my gosh. You and... Morning, during which a person can't move, talk, or scream, so pretty much they're paralyzed, and is visited by a shapeless or faceless presence. And then finally, the last one I was able to find is in uh, Japanese folklore, and refers to a summoner who calls upon a vengeful spirit to suffocate enemies through a phenomenon called Kanashibari. I don't know if that, that might actually have been the closest one I've gotten all night. Which is a state of being totally bound and is constrained by mental chains. So those are some of the folklore. And they're all horrible, right? Right. Which, I mean, I guess if you're experiencing this, you know, your whole situation is horrible. Was that anything similar to what you what you had? I would say yeah, like with the chest thing. I did see that in China they call it ghost depression. Obviously, that's the American words for it because I'm not going to try to pronounce. Oh come on! Anything it's, in it's, Chinese. A, it's a lot of fun trying to pronounce yeah. some of these words. So I mean, that's that's there's pretty much a common thread. I mean, all of them have to do with uh, either like a, sh- a certain shape or some sort of figure climbing up on top of the person and pressing down on their chest and making it hard to breathe. And yeah. Some some seem like it's more directed, like an individual is directing it towards a person, and some of it have it kind of as an entity invading a person's home and doing it. I think that's more how mine was, because I could hear them walking from far away, like slowly toward me. No, I'm, I'm like just, it's been like nine years, and I still like. No, I'm about to set up a recorder so I can see if maybe set up a camera on you while you're sleeping. No, don't do that. If, if it happens again. <laughs> so that's some of the 
kind of the folklore explanation of it from different countries. I will say when it happened to me, I don't believe that I had ever really heard of it. Or maybe I didn't realize what it was. Well, I mean, I think it was somewhat, you know, people knew about it, but it wasn't really as out there as it is now. Like now I feel like kind of like everybody knows about it. I brought it up that we were doing an episode on sleep paralysis at work and people were like not surprised by the topic that I said. Right. Like they knew about it and they don't have any involvement in this. Yeah. So I don't know if that has to do with like, you know, the documentary on Netflix because Anytime someone puts a documentary on Netflix, it's like the thing all of a sudden. What I like about it is that, you know, back long ago, people just thought it was demons or, you know. But with science, we've learned it's actually a sleep disorder. Right. And the more irregular, irregular, irregular that your sleep patterns are, the more likely it is actually to happen to you because you're have you're not getting that standard relaxing sleep. You're having a kind of a, a disrupted sleep pattern. Which is what's bad because, like I said earlier, after it happened to me, I could not sleep. Right. So, which made you more prone to actually be able to have it happen to you again. Exactly. And I was doing a little bit of research, and I was able to find out that actually between six and seventeen percent of all journal adults have actually had this happen to them in their lifetime at least once. So you made the 6% at least. Yeah. And like I said, the more disruptive your sleep patterns are, the more likely it's actually able to happen to you. And actually 30%, nearly 30% of the people that it happened to were actually college students. Really? Because, you know, staying up all night studying or, you know, just not getting enough sleep mine was probably because i was pregnant probably i could not sleep right so okay so other than lack of sleep other things that have been known to cause it are sleep schedule changes which also makes me think of you (laughs) yours is forever changing uh mental conditions such as depression or ptsd sleeping on the back which i don't do anymore right when it happened to me i was sleeping on my back um narcolepsy sleep apnea some medications or substance abuse all can lead to it so which Which is like 99 percent of the population right i was gonna say so everybody should be (laughs) having the old hag sit on their chest while they're sleeping But it's surprising, I mean, and which would probably be why so many adults have it happen to. I mean, nobody, you know, is on a regular schedule. Right. A lot of people, I I try to sleep on my side. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe the fact that I'm a side sleeper is what's saving me from the old hag. It shouldn't drive you crazy because it leaves more room for you. No, it doesn't. It does. I'm on my side, so I'm taking up less space. So one of the other things is that this is how scientifically how it's possible for this to happen and that's because during REM sleep your brain stems actually paralyze the body inhibiting the motor neurons so pretty much that way when you're dreaming you're not flailing around all over the place (laughs) or trying to like run a marathon or anything that you possibly might be doing in your sleep 
your body is pretty much paralyzed so that it doesn't act on your dreams. That's a good thing because I have weird dreams. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine what I'd be doing. That's probably why you had sleep paralysis. <laughs> probably. So they say that it can happen at two different times. When you're falling asleep and going into REM or when you're waking up. It's much more common when you're waking up. That makes sense. I've heard that more than like people being asleep and then it happening. Yeah. So be- beyond the feeling of not being able to move or like the pressure on your chest, hallucinations a big part of it. Um, there's like three different main categories. Mine would be the first one, which would be intruder. That's like sounds of doorknobs, opening, shuffling footsteps, a shadow man, or a sense of a threatening presence in the room, which is what I had. I never seen anything, but I could hear it walking and breathing and hitting me. Um, The incubus. Feelings of pressure on the chest, difficulty breathing, with sense of being smothered, strangled, or sexually assaulted by a malevolent... Yes, thank you. Being. And the person off... When that's happening, they often think they're, like, about to die. So that kind of falls into place with the the old hag. Right. And then the word I cannot say besides malevolent. Vestibular motor, which is a sense of spinning, falling, floating, flying, hovering over your own body, like an out-of-body experience. So I wonder if that's that falls in the people that's had it happen to them more than once. Right. Yeah, just watching that documentary, there's people that's like, every single night it happens. I'm like, damn. <laughs> that's bad. So, I, want, but I wonder if it's almost, that's almost like self-induced at that point because it's disrupted. The more disrupted your sleep pattern are, you know, the less sleep you get. If you're naturally aren't getting sleep, you're going to start having some of those symptoms. You're going to start having hallucinations. And then, you know, if you're scared to go to sleep, that's going to make all that even worse, I'd imagine. I would think so. And then they're possibly going to go get sleep medication, which a lot of those side, (laughs) you know, that you just listed. (laughs) Right. A lot of, you know, a lot of side effects. Right. Hallucinations. Fall right right into that category. I was watching some videos on YouTube. It was like sleep studies. You know how people go in to see what's going on with them or whatever? Right. And there was quite a few of people having it happen to them while they were doing their sleep study. So that was pretty cool to watch. Kind of creepy, but cool. Because you were watching people sleeping. <laughs> I was a creeper, yeah. Yeah. I can see that where that would be interesting. I mean, because you know, often you hear about stories... But you don't see like a video of it actually happening, so you, where you have that first-hand impression of what happened, where you could see the person, you know, all of a sudden start moving in complete panic. Right. Yeah, and that's it was kind of creepy too because since it's happened to me, I could kind of see and I felt what they were. You know, I was like, oh shit, I remember that. Right. You saw the first signs before yeah. someone else could have picked it up. Yep. All right. So. What do you think? What do you think it is? I mean, is it paranormal in ties? Is it supernatural? No. Or is it just natural occurrence? It's just your body being jacked up. 
<laughs> just your body being jacked up, yeah. like all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it's anything paranormal. It's fun to tie it to that, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. I think there's enough scientific evidence of it that, you know, in previous times, the folklore behind it really makes sense because you would see the hallucinations and not necessarily think that that's a hallucination. So all the different stories from around, from around the world of what, you know, their experiences was and how that, you know, ties in with folklore and stuff gets, gets kind of blown out of proportions and whatnot. And so those stories then become true. But nowadays, I mean, there's enough scientific evidence that proves otherwise where, you know, we can explain it with, you know, sleep patterns. We know now that the body is paralyzed when you're in REM sleep. And, you know, it just happens that, you know, your mind wakes up a little bit faster than your body does. Yeah. I think, like, back when they didn't know, like, I can totally see my grandma being like, yeah, the devil's trying to get you. <laughs> old, that was the grandma. That was old my grandma. scratch is sitting on your chest trying right. to kill you. Because she always told me because stuff like that. Because you're dancing. Right. If I dreamed about snakes, it was because the devil was coming to get me. Or right. so. You know, and it's a lot of times where people are in like you know they'll, they'll talk about when they're in like that fight or flight, that panic mode, and everything seems like it's slowed down, but it's happening at normal time. But to you, everything is happening like almost in slow motion. So yeah. that. You know, it may only be, you know, 10 seconds, but for you, that experience felt like it was 10 minutes. Right. Because you're in panic and you can't breathe, you can't move your body, you think, so, you you know, you can hear noises, which may just, you know, may have just been the TV in another room. I almost wonder sometimes looking back on it, like, because I thought that house was haunted, I know that house was haunted, if it was more my mind playing tricks on me. Right like the guy walking up for you know, if, kind of like the whole if you believe something hard enough it's you know it happens right you know you believe what you want to believe yeah so you know you automatically tied the stories in of i you know i remember you telling the story of seeing something walking outside that wasn't there but you know so you automatically tie that into you're paralyzed and now you're hearing footsteps which mm-hmm. possibly could have just been one of the kids running through the house or it was a ghost. Or it was a ghost. So, you know, that's our interpretation of this. You know, if anybody else out there has had any experiences with sleep paralysis or, you know, has a great story to tell, you know, let us know. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because I love to hear those stories. Especially since it happened to me, I like to know I'm not crazy and that it happens to other people. <laughs> I want other people to suffer with me. If you have a story to share... Email us at untildawnpodcast.gmail.com or you can call us and leave us a voicemail. Right, at 913-703-3296. Which reminds me, we actually got a message, right? Yes, we do. Let me... uh, In all of its glory. Yes, let me uh, play that right now. So there you go. If you also want to chime in with your 
jokes, stories, or anything else. Only my friends, right? Right. You can go yes. ahead and uh, call us. And like I said, that number is 913-703-DAWN. Also, you know, the one thing that we always ask of everybody is go in there and do those iTunes reviews. It's a huge help to the show. It makes it a lot easier for everybody to find us. Especially since we don't put out episodes quick enough. Right. Which I take 100% responsibility for. (laughs) I do. You're doing good tonight. It's almost 9 o'clock and you're still awake. It's like two hours past my bedtime. Right. So, like I said, iTunes reviews, it's a huge help. It's, you know, it's the one thing that we ask of everybody. Um, you know, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify now. We're on Spotify, so if you have a, you know, even if you don't have a premium membership, you can still listen to podcasts on there, and you can find us on there. We're also on Stitcher, and I think that's the only ones that we're on. If you listen to podcasts on something else and our show isn't on there, let us know, and I'll see what I can do about getting our show on there for you. We're also on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook. Facebook. All of it at Until Dawn Podcast. Right. That's about covers it. That covers it? Yep. I feel the bed calling me. <laughs> yeah. It's almost, it's, it's like 8.59 and you're falling out. <laughs> All right. So until next time. I'm Coy. I'm Felicia. And this is Until Dawn.